Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Welcome back to America's Heroes Group with our roundtable and our section called Community Outreach with our Cook County Assessor's Office. Today is Saturday, April 22nd, 2023, April of Sexual Assault, Minority Health, and Autism Awareness Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Clayman, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, filling in the Shakaya today, also a studio engineer. Our digital media producer, Ivan Ortega, scouts are on our productions. And we have our panelists with us, Mr. Fritz Kage. He's a Cook County Assessor and a highly qualified expert in property assessments, holding a Charter Financial Analyst and Certified Illinois Assessment Officer designation. He is a member of the IAAO, the International Association of Assessing Officers. We're going to talk about the Assessor's Office information in Cook County and resources for Cook County veterans, particularly when it comes to property tax, which is a topic that we all, if you're a property owner, and even if you're not a property owner, want to talk about how you doing mr okagi uh, very good sean uh, good to have good to be back on the show again uh, glad to have you good to be speaking with the audience here on a saturday great it's great so tell us some of the things that we need to know as far as what veterans can use to help them with property tax in cook county well people should know that in illinois we have some of the most uh, generous exemptions that are available for our veterans specifically for disabled veterans and veterans who are returning from active combat. Um, And I wanted to to tell everyone about that today. Also wanted to tell everyone about uh, the other kinds of exemptions that we have. We just opened uh, the season for people to file for their their exemptions. This gives you a chance to get savings off of your tax bill. Um, And it can be quite substantial, you know, specifically for our disabled veterans. Um, You know, if you're, if you're depending on your percentage of disability, um, the, the discount is quite large, and in many cases, you're eliminated from having to pay property taxes altogether. So we want to make sure that everyone's getting it. There are about 10,000 veterans that get it now, but we want to make sure that nobody's forgotten that we're, we're including everyone here. And I'm glad you talked about, talked about that because that's kind of the teaser. We're going to get more into those benefits and things a little bit later. Tell us what the role of your, what your job is as a Cook County Assessor, because that, and, and I know it's different from county to county, from state to state. Um, but what is your role, and then how is that? Because in Chicago and Cook County, recently, in the last few yeah. years, that's been a big, big issue, a big topic about how the Cook County Assessor assesses property. You got it right, Sean. So we're part, but not all, of our property tax system. And we're really the part that has the most to do with equity, to make sure it's as equitable as possible for everyone. So we're the part of the system. At the assessor's office, what we're doing is we're estimating the value of every single property in the county and there are 1.9 million of them not only in the city but also in our in the suburbs of cook county we're estimating the value so we determine each person's share of the amount of property taxes that the other units of government have decided that they need to raise so we at the assessor's office we don't determine rates we don't determine how much uh, the, the county's government seek, seek to raise but it's about 18 billion dollars a year um, and your share of the property value of your of the assessed value in your community is your share of the amount of money that the units of government have decided that they need to raise. So that's the first part of our job at the office. And you know what you 
and assessor is doing a good job, if we're making sure that the biggest properties are, are, are paying their fair share, are in line with market values, and that we're not overvaluing people at the bottom end of the spectrum and small businesses out in the neighborhood. So that's how you can judge if the assessor is doing a good job. We've really tried to make sure that bigger properties are valued in line with the market, because if they're not, that means everyone else makes up, picks up the difference. So if you see me in the news a lot taking on uh, big, uh, big property owners, trying to make sure they're paying their fair share. That's me trying to be a good assessor for everyone out there uh, who's smaller, who's a homeowner, who's a small businessman. So that's the first part of what we do. But the second part of what we do is we administer our exemptions. And exemptions are a way that you can reduce your assessed value so that you're reducing the amount of property tax that you have to pay, your share of that burden. And we want to make sure everyone gets it because there are not enough people applying for the exemptions out there. One-third of homeowners don't apply for the homeowner's exemption. That's hundreds of thousands of homes. We've really upgraded our technology and we're increasing our outreach so that we're reaching more people and coming here on the show is a big part of that. Mm. So when people get their tax bill, oftentimes they get asked this question because they get their tax, their property tax bill, they'll say they'll see that they have an assessed value and it has an XYZ number, but then they have, but they know they can't sell their house for that value. They know that that's not the true value if they were to sell their house on the, on the market. Uh, talk briefly about, because I know you talked about this in the past and other outlets, talk briefly about the importance of market valuation versus other means of trying to value a property and what's been done in the past. Sure. So, Sean, that's one of the best tests of the, the system not doing a good job. If we're sending out an assessed value to you and you know that you couldn't sell it at that price, and you've been, or you've been trying to sell it at even lower than that price and you couldn't, that's a, that's a sign that we overvalued your house. And how could that happen? Well, we're a couple hundred people trying to value 1.9 million properties. We can't see all of them, and especially we don't see inside people's properties. Sometimes the data that we have about people's homes are wrong. And so that kind of situation is an early warning sign that, you know, we need to be changing it. We need to get an appeal from you so that we could revise that down. And that's why market value is important. You know, we've been making sure the assessments are set at market, are set, you know, anchored to market values, because then you have a chance to see, am I being treated fairly or not? It used to be the assessor would send out really low values to everyone, and then you wouldn't have a, you, you might think you'd be pulling one over on the assessor, but actually, People were being assessed even lower than you, and your, your share of the burden might have been too high mm. under that system. So assessing at market value gives us a chance to be transparent and also have an early warning if we're over-assessing people. It seems to be having results. We've had appeals be on the decline for the last four years, and now we're in the middle of a positive feedback loop where we can go out and find those situations where we're off the mark and really try to do a better job and figure out what's going on there so we don't do it again so that we're providing better service to everyone out there. So go walk us through some of the uh, some of the, the exemptions that veterans can receive and some of the discounts veterans can receive because we know we well, have certain first ones of for... All, I, I don't want to forget about the, the standard exemptions that everyone's entitled to because okay. some of our meter, veterans might have forgotten about that. The homeowner's exemption, mm -hmm. if you live in Chicago, it saves you about $800 a year if you're in the suburbs. It's a little bit more because rates are higher in the suburbs than they are in the city. Uh, in many of our suburbs, it can be more than $1,000. It can be considerably more than $1,000 per year in our south suburbs, which have higher rates. The senior exemption, 
is for anyone whose age is over 65, doesn't matter what your income is, same with the homeowner's exemption, it does not matter what your income is, everyone's entitled to it. If you're a senior under 60, who's over 65, whose income is under $65,000, you're entitled to the senior freeze, mm -hmm. which is very important for, uh, for folks because it's almost as valuable as our disabled veterans exemption in some situations because as home values are rising, you know, we see this happening pretty much everywhere in Cook County, uh, especially in places like Bronzeville, some of our south suburban communities where prices are rising after having gone down for a long time. We really want to be able to lock those values in place so you don't feel like you're displaced uh, by rising values happening in your community. But for, for veterans, no, we before, before we move on to that, before we, before we get into that, well, there's one, I wanted to clear up one thing because a lot of people get the senior freeze and they still see their property bill go up because they don't understand how the relationship between the freeze on their property value versus other things that affect the property bill. Can you explain this for briefly, real quick, because a lot of seniors ask that question yes. often. This is a great, great point, Sean. So the freeze freezes your equalized assessed value. Um, and that's, that is very valuable in a time when, when real estate prices are rising. But it can happen that your bill might change even though you have the freeze because there's another part of the tax equation that taxing bodies in your community are increasing the amount of money that they need to raise to fund their activities. This might happen with a unit of government that hasn't been paying into its pensions or it might happen that the people in your community voted to raise the levy so that you can, so they can expand educational opportunities in the schools. It could be any number of reasons why your units of government are seeking more money. So if your assessment's frozen, that's basically freezing. It might be freezing your share of the burden, but the burden itself is rising. That's one situation where that can happen. Another situation that we've seen over a couple decades is that if a set total assessed value in your community is falling. Hmm. This can happen through deindustrialization. If a plant closes, or if a shopping mall that was active is becoming more vacant or is shutting, or there are other things that are affecting the economic environment in your community, or housing values in your community are going down. The housing crisis hit a lot of communities you know, in 2008, 2009, so that reduced the size of the base in those communities, so people's taxes could still go up even though their assessed value went down because the whole base was going down. Mm -hmm. but, I think in this in this situation, that is not an argument against the freeze. You still want to have that because it's still leaving you better off than if you didn't have it. Amen. So tell us more about those veteran discounts. We have things for disabled veterans, also returning, recent returning veterans from overseas. Yes. So there are two, two exemptions that are specifically focused on veterans. The first one is the Veterans with Disabilities Exemption. It's for veterans with a service-connected disability that is certified by the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, the VA. And the exemption reduces the equalized assessed value on the primary residence of a veteran with a disability, and it almost certainly is going to lower their bill, in many cases, a lot. The amounts of those deductions depend on the, the percentage of disability that veterans, are, that veterans have, and veterans are required to apply annually because that disability rating can change from year to year. Um, but if you have over 70% disability, you're practically exempted from property taxes 
And one thing that's new on this exemption is that um, now we had a law passed so that if a veteran is deemed 100% disabled and totally permanently disabled, and that has that, uh, that, that deemed by the VA, then they'll automatically be renewed each year. We heard a lot from veterans that, you know, I left my limbs in Korea, hmm. or I, you know, I have a permanent disability uh, that does not allow me to work and it's certified by the VA. Why do I have to reapply for this every year? So now the new state statute means that they'll be automatically renewed. In the last couple of years, the veterans exemption was allowed to automatically, uh, the veterans with disability exemption was allowed to automatically renew to COVID, due to COVID, but that's ended. So vets need to apply every year unless you have that certification from the VA that you have 100% disability and that it is permanent. So this is why we're here on the show. Now, what's that second, ex second exemption that I was talking about? The second exemption is for returning veterans. It's for veterans returning from active duty in armed conflict. They're eligible to receive a $5,000 reduction in the equalized assessed value of their property. And, and it's, for the tax, it's only for the taxable year in which they return. Veterans have to uh, apply annually. But that's another, that's another exemption we have to reintegrate um, folks who put their bodies on the line in active combat. And all of these exemptions are really there to recognize, you know, on, on behalf of the folks, the citizens and residents of Illinois, you know, the, the great sacrifices that our veterans have made for our country. Hmm. So on that second one with returning veterans, a person who's, who's a service member currently might get deployed maybe for a couple of years, comes home, they can apply for that exemption, but then they might get redeployed a couple of years later, they can go back again and apply for that same exemption for that year? Yes, they can, but they, it's, it's, if they're returning from active duty in okay. armed conflict. Mm -hmm. So each time, each year where they're doing that, then they can apply for that exemption. Okay. And then, so one of the things you've done in your past, you were a, one of the greatest jobs to be in the world would be to be a fund manager for a mutual fund portfolio. And you were an analyst and a fund manager for about 20 years. Tell me about... Um, how that experience has helped you do your job today and some of the things you've learned at, in, in that career. Well, hey, thanks for asking me that, Sean. You know, I love my old job, which was I get to go around the world, uh, meet with leaders of the top companies and invest money on behalf of people who are entrusting their savings to us so that they could retire and pay for college. And it was a real privilege to do that. Um, and, you know, as I was doing that, I learned, I learned how to value real estate, I learned how to be a good steward over people's money in that job. You put the needs of your investors above yourself. I really like that. Uh, but you know what I was missing was the chance to have an impact on my home where I grew up. I grew up in Chicago. I actually grew up on the south side. I'm a graduate of Kenwood Academy. And I heard about my, all of my classmates' experiences with that housing crisis that we talked about. Um, that hit after 2008-2009. I was a graduate from high school in 89 from Kenwood and a lot of people in my generation had bought homes in the late 90s, early 2000s and they really got hit by that crisis and my friends were telling me, hey, I'm underwater on my mortgage but my taxes are going up. Fritz, you're a financial expert. Tell me why this is happening. And I didn't have an answer for him. So I learned more about it and I saw, hey, some of these big buildings which I know how to value, how the market values them from my, from my work, were being very undervalued. And then I made the connection between that and my friends and the communities that they lived in 
experiencing higher tax bills. And I said, oh, they're intentionally undervaluing these big buildings and they're putting the burden on my friends and neighbors and it's really hurting them. And I would like to fix that system. That would be a worthy thing to do with my life. So I want to take my skills that I have from my work and have an impact. And I don't think anyone else is going to do this if I don't do it. So that's why I got into it. And for everyone who's listening out there, especially if you're a veteran, all these skills that you've picked up, technical and leadership uh, from the work that you've done, you know, you're really needed. Uh, you're, there's going to be a time if you're not needed now where you might be needed. And don't, you know, don't pass up the opportunity if you can, if you're able uh, to serve in other ways in, in public service. You know, we have a whole new generation of people uh, coming into leadership uh, positions in our state and our communities and there are a lot of people retiring and I just want to encourage everyone out there to, to pursue these opportunities too because it can feel really good to work on, behalf, on behalf of your community with the skills and, and experiences that you've had in other jobs. Then mm. most importantly, tell us how can veterans and even just every homeowner, because you have talked about a couple of things that a lot of people still don't have on their property tax bill with their, their homeowner's exemption, maybe their senior exemption or senior freeze. One other exemption I want to ask you about after that, which is the longtime homeowner exemption, um, which is um, available to certain residents in Cook County. But how do people apply for these different exemptions? Okay. Well, the great thing is that we've upgraded our technology at the office. So it's much easier to do this than it was in the past. You can apply for your exemptions online. Also, we've sent a mailer to every, at our website, which is cookcountyassessor.com. We've also sent mailers out to homeowners telling you which exemptions will automatically renew. You know, it used to be that seniors had to reapply for their exemption every year to recertify that they're still over 65. That was a ridiculous <laughs> barrier to enrollment. We got that law changed in Springfield. Uh, but, um, so we've, but we've sent out mailers to folks reminding them which exemptions they have will automatically renew, but which ones they have to reapply for. That's especially true for the senior freeze and for the veterans with disabilities exemption. Um, so, and, and you can do all of this online. We created a form so that you can apply for all the exemptions at once rather than having to fill out several different forms. Uh, we've also created a space where if you're enrolled in certain state programs, that gives us the evidence that you're eligible for some of these means-tested exemptions that depend on your income. So this is all trying to make sure that everyone's taking advantage of the exemptions that they're entitled to. And if you, if you haven't been, uh, applied for one of these exemptions, no need to worry. There's actually a great opportunity for you because we can look back four years for the years that you would have qualified for these exemptions, and you can be refunded for the amount of property tax that you overpaid because it's your money. So you do that through a certificate of error. So if you didn't have the homeowner's exemption or the senior exemption or the veterans with disabilities exemption, we can look back four years and the amount of property tax that you were paying can be refunded to you. So for any disabled vets out there, that could be, that could be all of the property taxes that you paid if your disability rating is over 70%. So that certificate of error, you can also apply for it online and we wanna make sure you're taking advantage. Now, that all sounds good. One thing that's a little disappointing is this long-term homeowner's exemption, which sounds great. It's created by the state. I'm sure they created it to make everyone feel like, hey, we're recognizing long-term homeowners. 
The disappointing part is it's extremely difficult to qualify for. So, all right, you have to have lived in your home for over 10 years. That's good. Lots of people are in that bucket. Uh, your income has to be under $100,000. Okay. A lot of people still qualifying. But then you have to meet this criteria of having the very highest increase in assessed value of all the people in Cook County, which is only a very small category of people. There's only a little bit over 10,000 people who qualify for this exemption. We notify them automatically, uh, but it's hard to qualify for. We are working in Springfield to modernize that so that more people can be brought in and that it's not so obscure. If anyone has any questions to see whether they qualify or how we're calculating the qualification, they're happy to, we're happy to correspond with them. They can make an appointment with our office. I just want to tell you it's a little bit complex, but we're, you know, and we would have more people involved if the state allowed us to, but they, they created a very restrictive uh, qualification for it. Rich Kagey, Cook County Assessor, thanks for your time and all the great things you talked about us, talked with us about. Got to have you back. Give us more information about things you're doing for veterans and all the things you're doing for Cook County assessments, assessments in the in the city and also around the county. This well, is America's here. to come back, Sean, and talk with everyone about all the things that you've been talking about on the show. So always happy to do it. My pleasure. America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.